This episode of The A-Team is brought to you by FaceToFaceGames.com, Canada's number one source for Magic the Gathering card singles. Yeah, I still, Duck Dealer is still number one on the power rankings of ManDeprive.com spoilers. <laughs> but this one, isn't this that, isn't that Myth Realized card good in like Legacy or something? No. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> Just no. I thought Shit. it was being played in like some other format. By accident? <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm Googling right now. Welcome to the A-Team Podcast, brought to your ears by ManDeprive.com, home of Canadian magic. In 2010, a crack magic playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for mise they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can listen to The A-Team. KYT. And, of course, they rag on me for not talking enough. <laughs> nice. Listen to me now, bitch. That's <laughs> Jay Boosh. You know what? This is how it works. I'm not old as fuck, and I don't play idiot. And those are the two things that apparently matter when you want to play mind flavor. Scotty. And, and I cash that GP. Like, that's legit. Like, for me, being just the fucking dad grinder, that's a huge deal. And Jeremy. Sometimes you just have to be that guy. We're like, oh, you want to play some modern? It's like, yeah, I want to play some modern. And like, I'll suspend a lotus bloom. And they're just like, oh, why did I want to play modern with you? And now, the A-Team. Hello and welcome to this A-Team 246 talk show thing. I can't do this. This talk show thing, just I can't figure it out. This is Scumbag (laughs) Schofield. I know we've been trying to do something fun, but I still just can't wrap my head around it. But regardless... (laughs) I still have the king of the motherfucking north, Mr. Jay Boosh, some Hello. guy who was doing some poop thing last week. Well, he's probably going to be doing a poop thing this week. That's kind of his gig, but, you know, less voices and more. No, probably still more voices. Fuck, Jay, I don't know what to do with you. What do you, what do you, what do you say? Hello. Well, there we go. That works. <laughs> uh, someone we're hoping that's going to keep talking Whoa. like he has been talking and not die like Jay uh, is... Mr. KYT, Batman himself, the man, the myth, the legend. What's going? On? Thank you, thank you. Um, it's been it's been great. I'm uh, happy to be on. Um, getting a little, feeling a little sick myself, but uh, I should be able to hold it together. Yeah, you just gotta keep it together, man. Just, just yeah, together. yeah. I guess we should just get right into it, guys, because we always go through this intro, and usually we have four names, and again, we're it's just the three of us. So everybody's been asking. Uh, let's let's just dive into her. Scotty's Scotty's away right now. Um, Scotty, y- you all hear it. Everybody on the show. Everybody, we're always talking about it. He's got this awesome kid. He's got this awesome wife. You know, it's it's the family thing. So he's been kind of pushing himself out there. He was doing the show. Then he started doing the casting, and then community cup hit, and things start to get like really crazy. And he's just been going and going and going and going. And, you know, once you eventually get to a point where it's like you, you try to take an inch, you try to take an inch, and then all of a sudden you're, like, trying to steal miles. And you got to kind of reset and get yourself refocused and figure out, you know, what what's the priorities? What do I need to be doing? And I think that's where Scotty's at. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. Wow. That, that was very well put, Jer. I think that uh, 
We've had a lot of concerned listeners. Uh, Scotty had, had said that he committed to GP Oklahoma City, Team Geisenau, and more than a number of people uh, messaged me, whether it be on Twitter or Facebook, um, you know, with concerns. But uh, he's doing great. <laughs> great. He's doing great and um, just focusing on family and non-MTG thing um, for now. And uh, I don't know when he'll be back, but uh, I still talk with him. Uh, every chance I can get, and well, all I know is he's doing well right now for those concerned listeners out there. But he's not magicking, so <laughs> just going a little cold turkey right now. Yep, yep. That's awesome. Um, well, it's awesome to an extent. It's always nice <laughs> to have him, you know. Like, yeah, I agree. Um, and uh, it's it's interesting to see uh, the. The past three, like the three people who have sort of taken breaks from from the A team, focus on on non magic stuff. But uh, no, I, like hey, at least it wasn't my chair this time. <laughs> I think I beat I'm the sure. odds. I think I beat the odds. I'm sure that there's people who are bidding against that one. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised you've been able to just put it together. I mean, with you know trying to be a judge and new job and everything, it's. You know, it's pretty crazy, and not being able to play Magic that much, but still being able to at least stay tuned to the uh, Magic scene, that's that's insane, Jer. I don't know, I still feel like I do it terribly, so. The people <laughs> out there, I remember we had a little thing on the A-Team uh, Twitter feed saying, who would you like to play Magic with, or something like that, and people who said me, um, you guys really touched my soul, because, geez, I feel like I let a lot of people down week to week when we're doing this, so... <laughs> Yeah, one of them said you're the reason the that they tune in reason. to the A-team. Not Eves McRae, but you, Jeremy Schofield, Eves, is the Eves, reason. Eves, yeah, that person's crazy, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> yeah, that guy clearly hasn't listened to the last 50-plus episodes of the A-team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've contributed a couple times. Yeah, definitely. I mean, overall, you've contributed, we would say, 100 times more than me at least but i'm making it i don't know i don't know you're you're doing real good you're you're catching right up so i I guess you know getting right back to it folks uh we just gotta you know just we 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 gotta let scotty do his thing you know everybody's Mm -hmm. gotta do their thing i let you do your thing you go you don't want to listen to the podcast this week hey you wouldn't know (laughs) that because you're not listening right now but maybe you didn't (laughs) listen last week don't feel guilty maybe you didn't comment like the majority of people. Yeah. Yeah, all those people. Yeah. Yeah. They should feel guilty, but not you. It's all good. The Twitter love's been good, though. Oh, yeah. I put Twitter love, and, uh, you know, like, like that guy I talked about in uh, Eternal Weekend came up to me, showed the A team on the MP3 player, like, app before leaving, uh, leaving the tournament hall. That's pretty sweet. And just random people constantly, um, I guess it's due to the episode I did with Jay with the, Facebook stalker story, people are, every day I wake up, I see a new Facebook request, and it's just weird. I guess more people listen, and they're adding me now that they, when I said that I didn't really want creepy people to add me, but (laughs) I'm getting ads constantly for the past two weeks, and that's been interesting, but now I make sure to say hi, because I don't want to add someone and then to start adding my whole family again, to have that happen. But uh, everyone that's been adding me so far is either uh, a listener of the show or, or like, someone that is super is creepy. not a bot. 
<laughs> someone that was not a bot. So for like everyone out there who's been trying to add me and have a conversation with me, that's awesome because I'm always there to chat with you, uh, whether it be about the show or something about something that I said on the show or a particular deck list that you guys wanted more input on. Uh, in fact, uh, we had some guy. Well, he had, he had a special name. Um, What's his special name? I don't. It's like Trip. <laughs> I'm gonna butcher it. It's like Trip Blister. Trip Tronic Blister. <laughs> I don't know if you. Yeah, it's like Trip Brister. Um, that just sounds like to... someone with a lisp. <laughs> I think he listens to the show, or at least he checks out com. He checked out uh, the videos I did with uh, Alex Hain on Affinity before GPOKC. And uh, he was planning to run Affinity, decided to run the exact 75 that both Alex and I recommended, which is uh, Alex's world's list, but with three ether grids in the sideboard. And um, started day one. He went nine and fucking oh. Oh, yeah, just casual. I, like, I, was, I flipped out when I heard someone who like visited the website, took a deck list that we recommended, Went out there, went nine and zero. So I wished him why. I told him he, he better sleep um, well and uh, started day two ten and zero. Uh, like started off with a win, but then oh, sadly hit like four losses in a row. But I think he drew the last round to be able to cash. But again, all these people um, telling me that they listen to the show and they listen to our advice. It's just like it's just killer. It's just killer to me that. Uh, so many people out there are doing that. <laughs> that is awesome. Actual awesome. Mm-hmm. Good for you, people. So, Jared, have you been playing much Magic lately? You know, have you been upping your count? Uh, a little bit. Not as much as I would like, but a little bit. Um, I've been uh, trying to uh, jam some leagues, actually. Oh, yes. Because... A brand new feature. Well, yes. Yeah, it's, again... It's funny because I don't get a ton of Twittering and all that kind of stuff, but I'm still getting enough to, like, say, um, you know, see what see what people are saying about things. And a lot of people seem to be bitching about, like, what's the purpose of leagues? Well, the purpose of leagues is me. Uh, just me. I'm I'm the greedy guy who's the purpose of leagues. They allow me to play competitive magic and... I appreciate that. So uh, I don't have enough time to sit down and play three rounds of magic. I play two rounds a night and I am able to play for something like I'm XO currently in the league I'm in right now. Uh, I built the red, I built the, the goblins deck because I, I literally cost me four tickets for what I had. And I've just been trying to raffle stop people on, uh, on leagues. So on magic online. Yeah. I mean, we talked about the benefits of leagues uh, before and its benefits when Scott was on about how it's good for streaming because it, it cuts the dead air. But it's good for guys like us also. Just, like, get be able to play a daily in, in basically a sitting sometimes if, if your games go really quick or if you have, a, like, a mono red deck even, right, Jeremy? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I just, I, that's one thing that I've been complaining on on, on stream or on, sorry, on the, the cast for the last couple of years, ever since pretty much, my daughter showed up that I just haven't had the same amount of time that I'm used to to do this stuff. And this allows me to do that kind of stuff now. So, And, like, if you 4-1, you, like, you get you get quite a bit back. Um, so what have you been playing in League, exactly? 
Um, I've been playing goblins. Ooh. Yeah. Um, it's just mono red with. Yeah, rock. yeah. I think it's like I, I don't know. I, I don't follow enough, but I think it might be the Gabby Sparks thing. I, I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> so what's in it? Uh, it's just uh, pile drivers, rabble masters, glory chasers. Got to seek that glory. Um, Hordling outbursts. Uh, Hordling outbursts. Dragon fodder. Uh, it's got like four of the obelisk of Erd. It's literally you go to MTGO Goldfish and look up like goblins and. Just make that. I'm not doing anything creative in it right now. So, what burn spells does it play? Uh, just uh, in the main deck, it's just the uh, uh, oh, geez, what is that stupid thing called? Uh, Stoke the flames. Like the four sets. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so it's uh, it's four Foundry Street Denzins, three Frenzy Goblins, four Glory uh, Glory Chasers, uh, four Dragon Fodder, four Pile Drivers, two Subterranean Scouts. Four Rabble Master, four Hordling Outbursts, four Stoke the Flames, a Goblin Heel Cutter, and four uh, Obelisk of Erd. And then it's running uh, 20 Mountains and two Rogues Passage. Hmm. Okay, and it's been treating you pretty well? Uh, yeah, like I'm 4-0 in this league right now. Um, and I've been playing against real decks, so that's good. It's just, sometimes you just have like ridiculous straws with this thing. If you have an Obelisk and you have a couple Hordling Outbursts and stuff like that, you can really do stuff with it. I haven't played it a lot, but okay. I feel like I just understand the deck. I was playing against the Watsy guy, actually. Um, <laughs> in uh, in my league. And where is... Uh, let me see if it tells me who it was. Yeah, I think I... VNDR uh, Michael A. I don't know who that is. Okay. So, we played the mirror. We played the Goblin Mirror. And it was funny, because like, he was playing like his Glory Chaser, or he was playing like his... Uh, the one drop that you can't block if you pay a, ma- a mana for it type thing like that. He's playing that. Frenzy Goblin. Yeah, Frenzy yeah. Goblin. Whereas, like, I was looking at that matchup, I was just saying, like, I, I think it's honestly the person who has the most goblins on the table that wins. Mm-hmm. So I had cut a lot of my, like, little 1-1 one, one nonsense guys like that. I got rid of heal cutters. And I just brought in, like, Scour the Sands, brought in some more things that uh, make my guys bigger, like uh, Hollow Triumph or whatever. And just tried to have more goblins than him. And I figured, yeah, imagine Scattered Sands is a blowout. Absolutely. It's a one of in the sideboard, but if I had casted it, it would have, like, it just, it, it wins a game. If you resolve mm-hmm. that, you should win the game. But my whole game plan was just have more goblins than him. I didn't care if they were 1-1s one or if they were glory chasers or whatever the case may be. I just figured if I have more goblins than him, I'm just going to win this match. So I made sure to really keep my... Like, if I got a Rabble Master, I figured a Rabble Master on the board that doesn't get killed immediately is actually just the best thing that you can do in that matchup. And I was rewarded because he seemed to have taken out things like his Dragon Fodders, whereas I had, again, focused on keeping that stuff in, and I just beat him by having more Goblins than him. So, Mm -hmm. it worked. So you haven't played enough to know what your terrible matchups are? Uh, No, I haven't really. Um, I haven't ran into much so it's been going well for me i imagine that some form of control that has a lot of mass removal will probably beat me up i played against <laughs> uh abzan uh Agro last match yeah and that was like game one he was able to drop out uh a uh, police line police main line and then he dropped out the rashaska death dealer and had a brim as and my guys i just couldn't get myself through that so I even had, like, my Rogue's Passage. I had gotten a couple Stoke the Flames. But just his little bit of removal killed off my 
kind of like my my lord type guys like my rabble master my pile driver he he killed off like my guys who could actually inflict damage mm -hmm. and she just has inevitability so game two goes a little bit differently i go glory chaser into pile driver into uh what is that rabble master and i'm attacking for seven eight damage that turn okay and he's he hasn't done anything like he played a tap land and then he played another tap land so i just ran him over and then game three he runs out with a Rashaska death dealer then he follows it up with a police main line and follows that up with uh the the I can't remember, Warden of the First Tree, is that his name? The Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's kind of running that. He runs an attack into me. Um, I've got a bunch of goblins all set up. I'm about to do a second Rabble Master. And he goes to pump up his Warden of the First Tree, and he does the third pump okay. without having done the second pump. So he fires all of his mana into this thing, but he hadn't done the second pump on it yet. So when you activate the third ability, nothing happens. You can still activate it? Absolutely. Oh, wow. That's the way the card is written, that, right? Like, it says, okay, so, if it's a spirit, do this. Assume you beat him because he played bad there. Well, even if he, like, he had... Okay, so he had the Rashaska, and he had the Fleece Main Lion, and he had that. Sounds like it's too slow based on if you're doing eight by turn three or four. Yeah, so I had done, like, he had those guys. On my turn three, I had cast They Stoke the Flame by tapping my entire team. Then the next okay. turn, I followed it up by casting an Obelisk of Erd. He killed off one of my guys, so he had a 2-2 Warden in the first tree because he'd done the fight, like, plus one, plus one counter and fight. And mm -hmm. he had the Rashaska. And then when it came back to my turn, because I had attacked him for a bit of damage there, and he was able to just eat it up, problem. On the, the backswing, he attacks with the Warden. Then he pumps it after combat. So he's got just the, the Rashaska back with no mana left. He's all tapped out. And I'm sitting there, I've got, like, this giant board of goblins that are all getting pumped by this obelisk of Erd. So it was just kind of, at that point there, like, even if he had done the pump and smacked me hard, like, he only kept one guy back. It was, really just didn't seem like he was following the right line. But also, if you can resolve, like, if you can get an obelisk of Erd out and you have creatures, that's a really, really good spot for you. Because now, all of a sudden, you're swarming him with real creatures, not just 1-1 one -one dorks. Yeah, and if they happen to have Drown Sorrows in their deck, they're, they're kind of dead at that point. Yeah. And that was, again, going back to that Goblin Mirror, that's why I was bringing in those Hall of Triumphs, because I figure if a person has an Obelisk of Erd or a Hall of Triumph in play, they're going to blank the other person's Scouring Sand. So. so you end up winning game two. Oh, that was game two. That was game three. Like, game two was okay, just okay. like the turn one, turn two, turn three. He just concedes. Oh, okay, okay. Because yeah. I, I guess he didn't have a turn three play or something, or maybe his turn three play was not good enough because I had both a pile driver and a rabble master out. So he'd be able to block okay. one, but not the others, so. Um, so was he playing any, any number of mana confluences that you saw? I did not see any mana confluences. Okay, so what, what I found interesting is uh, you know, the Boz, Andrew yeah. Boswell, yeah. known for being the... He's probably the most famous Abzan Agro expert at this point. Yeah, um, yeah, that sounds right. That's at least because he plays it at every tournament, finished second at the WMCQ, keeps ripping up SCGs. And uh, though, like, 
Paul Rietzel is probably the m- most premier Abzan aggro player having uh, some GP finishes and also top fouring worlds with it. But Boss has been has been up there as well, getting his name everywhere. And uh, it's interesting his his latest article on SCG and um, just hearing about some of my friends who are friends with him uh, talk about his reasoning behind his choices is pretty interesting because while everyone was on the Abzan aggro hanger bag plan. He stepped away from that. He felt like it slowed the deck down. It didn't. It wasn't what he wanted to do with Abzan Aggro, and he also thinks that you know Abzan Aggro right now should be playing or should have been for for the longest time playing four mana confluences because a lot of the time, and it's true. My experience in uh, at Eternal Weekend when I went X two with the deck, finished seventeenth with it, was like you couldn't lose when your mana was good, and sometimes you had to. <laughs> It was hard to keep hands where you were missing, or you had two or three lands, but they didn't produce the third color. But you had like a rhino and some really good cards in there. But it, it, it's hard to keep that hand and, and hope that in the next few cards that you're going to draw that third source that you're missing because you don't have that. It's not like you have that many of them. It's not like you're playing two color deck where you have many of them. So. He's advocating for four, and you don't have to uh, be in a spot where your temple, when you have like a fleece main lion, and your first two lands are like tap land, so you can't run it out in turn two. He's really capitalizing on like a very fast and effective Abzan aggro list that basically tries to beat their opponent pound for pound every turn. Like a 3-3, 4-4 Anavenza, Siege Rhino. Yeah. Um, I think that curve, I just... I played against that curve with various decks, and it's fucking hard to beat that that specific curve. Uh, it's basically impossible, actually. Um, even if you have like turn four languish, you're still facing a rhino. So like that pound for pound is just like insane power. And I'm I'm thinking that's probably one of the better decks uh, in the format. As I like, I have a WMCQ to play this weekend, oh. and that's definitely one of the decks I'm considering, especially since I know he's he's worked on the deck a fuck ton. He does have some particular choices, like two Boon Satyrs, one Surak, three Brimaz. Like, Brimaz, I haven't seen that often in more stock Abzan Aggro lists. Um, he has, his spells are three Bob Light, four Jamoka's Command, and four Valor Stance. I don't know, I think, so, I, I think I'm okay with, uh, I think I'm okay with uh, Brimaz. I, I card seems like it's pretty strong. You're seeing oh, some especially of this, yeah, like with four mana confluence. I guess that's why. Like he, he's like he's going balls to the walls. Whereas before, Abzan Aggro couldn't possibly do that. And I think Mono Red sort of goes in waves. At, at one point, it was definitely one of the more like Atarka Red was really popular. Yeah. Um, maybe now we're seeing like you're playing goblins and other people are playing goblins. Maybe it's popular again, but uh, maybe like if you think you're in a meta game where it's sort of died down a bit, then I think this deck is is one of the very best decks that you could possibly bring to a tournament right now. Yeah, it so. it, it definitely could work out. Like it's right now, goblins is kind of a thing. You have red deck wins, which is you know obviously going to be a piece of like the meta game. Um, I don't know, like, what about, like, the, the Jeskai Temple deck? Like, that seems like it would even be really strong against that deck. Yeah, yeah, I'm... Hmm, that is interesting. Because the Temple deck can race, and uh, 
Yeah, they can just, just go upstairs and they can start mantis riding you and stuff like that. But you, you know, you kind of shut down uh, whatever amount of Horling outbursts they're playing, or you shut down like rabble masters. And I know that they're going mostly to the airs these days. Um, but I'm just trying to think of like decks that like you could really abuse with with just a brim as itself. Hmm. I think it's just super solid all around. I can't, um, against, like, yeah, the the Jeskai deck is interesting. I felt like it's always close, because they can actually, like you said, race you in the air, and if they're playing Outburst or something, they can just chump block you the few turns that they need to just burn you out yeah. with, like, a Storm Breath Dragon, or that you can't kill with Valor Stance, and, and things like that. So, yeah, their strategy is just to uh, race you, sort of, stem the bleeding on the ground and just finish you off in the air. Um, do you, so that's typically uh, actually pretty tough. Do you, do you think that they're playing like a lot of dragons these days? Like, uh, I, li- I think Alex's list from Worlds uh, played two Storm Breaths. Um, and I've seen, I've seen other lists play like even Thunderbreak Regent. Like on- online, I've even played against the, I think I've talked about this on the show either last week or the week before, we're running into Mantis Rider, into Thunderbreak, and I just, I was playing Elf Rally, and it was just like, okay, I can't fucking beat that clock. And uh, some are even playing two copies of, or one, of Dragonlord Ojitai in the main. Yeah, uh, I've, seen, I've seen Ojitais. I haven't seen the Dragons, but I've seen the Ojitais. Yeah, the, the, there's the, the aggro list, there, there's a lot of variation. Uh, yeah. Well, a lot of tiny variation. I'm not saying huge, huge ones, but uh, there's different types of dragons uh, in the main, but they, they all uh, have game just because they, they go all in the air. I've been messing, for WMCQ, I've decided to mess with um, Jeskai tokens again um, because we see Hangerback Walker being put into every single deck now. Yeah. And it's like it's it hasn't, and in its possible best home is like Jeskai tokens because it can take advantage of the tokens that it inevitably shits out the most. However, Jeskai tokens lacks something like, it might not be the best home because it lacks what Blue Red Artifacts has, which is like Shrapnel Blast. A good card, a synergistic card that gets rid of the guy and gives you five damage of value on top of that with the Army of Flyers. Yeah. Whereas Jeskai tokens, you sort of like, you don't really want to sto- waste a stoke on your own guy to make an army or, or a Valorous stance, but sometimes you have to. So I'm not entirely sure it's the best place for it, but it's the best, it makes the best use of its like army. Um, yeah. So I've been messing with that, and I think just playing Jace, Jeskai Ascendancy, and feeling the power of playing Treasure Cruise again just feels. Fucking dirty. Yeah, it's always... <laughs> that, that, that card is fun. You, you're right. And a lot of times, against a lot of decks, what you're just doing is trading a bunch of spells, whether it be like, um, I'm roasting your Siege Rhino, Valor Stance and your Anafenza, or you thought sees me duress, and then, you know, you can hit a Den Protector, but then I'm like, Treasure Cruise, and I just feel so dirty. Yeah, or even against Goblins, if I'm able to hold you down, be at a safe life total, and then Treasure Cruise, I just feel like I can't lose unless I, I somehow draw three, three lands, which does happen, of course. Um, but those cards, all those cards, and the fact that they work so well together, Cruise, Ascendancy, and Jace, 
And then with the added innovation of Hangerback Walker in that deck, replacing the two slot of uh, the classic two slot where you just have Soulfire Grandmaster or, or Seeker of the Way, people were never sure which is the best two drop. And now you have Jace and Hangerback that, that seems to fit the deck better. I really like the deck, but uh, again, as it's always been the case, it's weak against Jamoka's command because um, I've had the curve of turn two Jace, turn three Ascendancy a lot of times, and if they if they have a turn two Fleece main line, you're just sort of not sure if you should run out that Ascendancy because you're about to get completely blown out. They get a token on their Lion, or or maybe if, even if this is turn three or later, they get a token on their Corsair or whatever. Yeah. Kill your Jace, and you have to sack Jeskai and send him to see it's a complete blowout. And um, e- even if you have Cruz to try to make up for that advantage, they have Den Protector also to negate that, to bring back that Dramokas command, or to bring back like a Thoughtseize or a Timely Duress, um, which has surprisingly been really good against me. Um, so it's been tough, and, and maybe I'm considering siding out all my sentences. And just going with the Ojatai plan, maybe. Maybe that's the way to go, because Jermokas Command is good when it can two for one, but if it's just used as like a fight card, it's just fine. It's still amazing, but it's it's less insane than, than it could be if I had ascendancies uh in play. And uh they just have too many things like to get rid of it, whether it be an early thought to get rid of my first copy or multiple Jamokas command to get rid of the second and third copy. So I can't really rely on having it in play and maybe just sticking it an Ojitai and, and fighting it in the, in the air is the way to go. So that's something I'm still uh, trying to explore. But uh, that's it's the most fun deck. I'm telling you, the Treasure Cruise, there's nothing like it. And uh, I was able to face Manny Davuti last night. Manny! He, he, he Zap Gaze, he was playing Elf Rally, yeah. which, which I think is... It was just the right call for Alex, and he won. And maybe he's just like, everyone's saying, oh, it's because he's a sickle master, but I just think they were unprepared for it, and the deck just isn't that good if you are. I mean, I cyborg in my negates and my strokes, and, you know, you're not going to rally against me. And rallying actually takes a lot of mana if you want to do a significant one, like six, unless you have mana dorks. Um, and just bringing that in with Anger of the Gods, it's it's hard to win with Elf Rally against a player who knows what the fuck is going on. So, Just Guy Tokens is definitely up there in one of my choices. If not, I, I, I fall back on Abzan Aggro. I don't know if you have any suggestions for me, Jer. I, I don't know. I don't know the format very well. Like <laughs> that, That's the truth of the matter, is that like I'm asking questions that if anybody's kind of keyed into, it's questions that a person who used to play standard and hasn't played standard man. in a bit would probably start playing or start asking like more leagues, man, more leagues, more leagues. Absolutely, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm grinding legitimate magic. I'd be playing right now if I thought my uh, like boonie net would actually hold up. <laughs> well, like even last time at the WMCQ in Toronto, someone saw a listener knew I was playing Affinity, so I guess now they'll know what I'm playing this weekend. But I haven't fully decided. And, uh, well, please I, don't help. Like, please don't just not decide because you're afraid that like some joke no, no, is gonna right. like have your number <laughs> because, like, well, yeah. Uh. The the one change I big change I made from LSV's list that he's posted on CFBN and the Mothership is inclusion of Jeskai Charm. I just don't see why 
it's not in the tokens. It just seems like it was made, like the card was made to be in a token strategy. Um, all three modes are basically relevant against any deck. Um, it might not be awesome at a specific time, but it can be. So a lot of times you'll just scry it to the bottom or discard it with Jeskai Ascendancy. But I just feel like, you know, when you have a shit ton of tokens and you don't have Ascendancy out, like you need something good, whether it be like for you, Hall of Triumph or, or Obelisk of Urn, um, to make them insane. And a lot of times Jeskai Charms just puts you way out of range for a Goblin player or a normal aggro deck to kill you in time before, you know, you cruise into your other burn spells to finish them off. So I've been playing, I, my own personal change has been playing three Jeskai Charms yeah. in the deck. And, like, if my Hangerback Walker dies, what's the card you don't want me to have in my hand? Jeskai fucking Charm. That's right. So so that's standard. And uh, what have you been playing, Jay? Uh, I've been playing maybe some Cube, probably? Maybe some Cube, probably? Maybe some Cube, probably, yeah. That's with Eve's McCray? No, Eve's Eve McCray lives like Eve's fucking Eve's 600 McCray. kilometers away. Eve's McCray. <laughs> Eve's McCray. He's a dirty dog. He's Eve McCray. He's Eve McCray, the dirty dog. <laughs> yeah. That's like the the 70s like uh, like Lone Ranger theme song would be the Eve McCray yeah. song. You know. It's like, shut your mouth, but we're talking about Eve McCray. We're talking about Eve McCray. <laughs> Oh, okay. Bad mother, <laughs> shut your mouth, you Um, yeah, I just played some some fucking cube large. I've just been packing for moving and shit. So like, uh, I, aren't you moved? No, the no. I move on October third. October third. Yeah. Jeez, that's an. You're more than welcome time. to come down and help. I'm actually was going to look for my phone to see if I'm not working. Because if I'm not working, I will gladly come down and help you move. Yeah, that'd be sweet. But, uh, yeah, so I haven't got a whole lot of time for Magic, and then we were going to play, but then, you know, the format rotating, and then, you know, just the same old, same old shite. Right. So, yeah. Um, you know, not too much going <laughs> down. I would have commented more on what you guys were saying earlier, but uh, to be honest, I didn't really know any of what you were talking about. You understood okay. the words, but not how they went together. I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there's one thing. I mean, sometimes we, we stay away from these awful controversial topics but i do want your take jay okay on the return what do you think of the return of the butt crack guy oh, oh is he back? fuck me i'm sorry i'm sorry jer it's uh is he back he, in that he's making butt crack stuff or is he back no like, no he man. just he, he he announced that he's back it somehow made it to i was shocked when my my co-worker told me uh rob anderson told me like he, he's number one on reddit so I, i'd look at the magic Thing I see a bunch of battle for Zendikar spoilers, and yeah. I'm like, no, he's not. No, he's, he's number one he's on Bunny. He's number one. He was number one on all of Reddit. Yeah, for his return, where he's posing on top of like a table, like flexing yeah. his muscles, announcing his return. Right. And uh, yeah, I don't know what that means. Like, if you, like, can you announce the return if you're not doing anything? Like, uh, honestly, <laughs> it was just the post saying I'm not banned anymore. Yeah, yeah like, right, yeah. Yeah, that, that's all it is. And, like, the guy yeah, yeah, is Reddit yeah. famous. Like, he was, like, the highest upvoted thing on, like, Funny or something like that. Like, yeah. But, like, I don't know. Who the yeah, fuck? Like, I, I, don't, I don't care about that at all. That's 
terrible. That's not even news. Yeah, it's just like I mean, some fucking guy. Like who... he didn't even do something funny. Like he could have done it in a mirror with his own butt crack. Like, use your fucking head. <laughs> yeah. The the interesting thing to me is like um our friend Big Head Joe is starting like a petition to have him banned from tournaments. Um, and I'm not, I'm not entirely sure how I personally feel about it. Yeah, I don't think he should be banned from tournaments. Like he was banned for already however long. That that was the reason he got banned. If he does something stupid, then get rid of him. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, I agree just, with that's that. That's how the justice system works. I mean, I know in the United States, they don't care about rehabilitation at all, but that's how it's supposed to work, right? Mm-hmm. All right. On to other things. Have you checked out any of the recent spoilers? Uh, a few, yeah, a few. Yeah, I got my writer, Vincent Thibault, um, best-selling author and multi-platinum artist, to uh, yeah. spoil... <laughs> Or uh, the mana deprived dot com cart, which is crumble to dust upgrade, which is uh, upgrade, which is uh, I think we've done a fair. I feel like this is the that first functional that the reprint. Red, is that the red devoid card? Yo yo uh, yeah the uh, <laughs> the, uh, the soy, soy salt, salt, but better. But yeah, but better with that caveat. <laughs> so what does it do? It just destroys a land. Exile. Yeah, it just yeah. exiles a land. And, and Cranio extracts them, basically, for the land. Yeah, uh-huh. it, it's Sowing Salt, but it's a single red. I don't know what Sowing Salt is, you can't tell. Oh, okay. Sowing Salt is blow up a land and look for a whole bunch of them and get rid of them all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Crumble the Dust is the same thing, but instead of being double red and two colorless, it's one red and three colorless. And it has no color, which may come into play at some point. The only example people have come up with is like, well, it can't be Flash Freeze. Yeah. And it's like, who who the fuck like, would ever flash freeze a sewing salt? <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is the best card against Tron, um, and they're not going to have flash freeze. And the the problem is that it's so narrow. It looks like the format was like 90% Tron. Is it um, non-basic can, land? Obviously it is. Right? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, right. just like was, nug all their islands. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Like, <laughs> as I was saying that out loud, I was like, you idiot. <laughs> uh, maybe if it costs like eight, then maybe it'd be pretty good. Like, <laughs> um, I, I think that if if everyone at your F and M is playing Tron, then then you want this card, but it's it's just too narrow. But people are saying that maybe it might even see play in Standard because of the Manlands. Manlands, but, yeah. but I don't. I'm know not why. sure. Like that's a that's a fucking pretty big turn when you just go four mana, like kill your land. Like, go? Like, got your man yeah. land? Like, why wouldn't you just play a removal spell for the man land? That seems much better, everybody. <laughs> so, I don't know. What about you, Jer? Do you see any upside on this card? Uh, I see that Sewing Salt still saw some play, and this is better than it, so. <laughs> yeah. This card's gonna see play. You got You got a card that's playable. People will play your 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 spoiled card, so it doesn't. Death Dealer, you know it. Yeah, it's still Death Dealer is still number one on the power rankings of Mandeprive.com spoilers. <laughs> but this isn't, one isn't, this that, one isn't that myth realized card good in like Legacy or something? No. Oh, maybe <laughs> just no. I thought just it was being played know. in like some other format or something. By accident. <laughs> I'm I'm yeah. I'm actually I'm 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 googling right now. <laughs> I think I, I think I've seen it too in list, but it hasn't. I dumb the name. Maybe in 
vintage, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Okay, what's that called? Car call again? I, I can't even remember what it's called. Myth realized. Myth <laughs> real. Oh yeah, look, there is a card. Okay, and <laughs> this is me using Brain Burst. You guys remember Brain Burst? I won't call it TCG player. Yeah. I rem- I call it Brain Burst. I remember Brain Burst. I was a subscriber to Brain Burst at one point. Yeah, maybe man. for like a month or two. Uh, let's see. Man, why the fuck have did one... I ever pay for that shit? Uh, it won a couple modern decks, uh, modern lists. Naya Heroic. What was in this? Hoplite, Hangerback Walker, Trailblazer, Seeker of the Way. This is a standard. <laughs> yeah. I'm... Wow. Oh, it was in the sideboard of a standard. So, yep, Rakasha Death Dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Jay, have you seen the spell lands? What are people calling the spell lands? Yeah, like the black one seems like it's going to be fucking obnoxious. Just play that in Abzan and get all your stupid Rhinoceri back. Like, who thought that was a card to print in fucking the same (laughs) set as Abzan? Abzan. Is the other the one seems kind of blah. Like, what do the other ones do? It's like... I like the green. The green one is like you look at your top five and you pick a basic land, you put that card on top, and the rest on the bottom. Yeah, like, that card seems like it sucks. <laughs> okay, the blue one is you get to frost something. Yeah. Um, frost. Red is vigilant. Plus one, plus one in vigilance. Red is plus one, plus one in first strike. Frost is just... Uh, it... Uh, doesn't untap. Oh, okay. Like, it, no. like, that's pretty good. Yeah. A good little tempo play, like... Yeah. Do you tap it and it doesn't untap, or do you just... No. No, I'm sorry, Jay. No, it's it's a what Johnny. Fuck. Yeah, we're gonna well, put the... the black card with Abzan Rhino, and then we're gonna make the four other lands shit. Yeah, the black one is, is by far the best one, in standard, at least. It's fucking... That's yeah. like super annoying. Like you obviously just jam four of them. It doesn't matter if they tap or not. You just jam four of them in there, and then you now have eight rhinos. Great. <laughs> but, um, I have to say that my favorite reprint in this set, though, is the Supol Island. Oh, did they do the Supol Island? Yeah. 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 That's my yeah. jam. That is my fucking jaminator. <laughs> That's the best um, island will... for sure. Really, Edel was pretty excited. Wasn't. I slap him in the mouth. <laughs> slap him. Some crazy motherfucker named Jay Boosh from a podcast name. Well, that doesn't rhyme, so I'm not as good as Ice Cube. But what I have been doing is listening to a lot of Ice Cube. Man, that guy's hard as fuck. I thought Ice Cube sucked. A big fat one. I thought he was like a biggity 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 bitch. But he's not. He's so like I'm, straight I'm out of Compton twice. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> and then I downloaded, well, paid for all of Ice Cube music. Pay for loaded. Yeah. And then, holy man, he's fucking hard as shit, and his raps are hilarious, and, like, just so fucking, they're hard. Yeah. That's the kind of rap I like. I don't like any of this hard. rap that's not hard, all this, like, soft-ass, like, hard. you know. He's good girl around me. Jay, are you one of those guys now? What? That can debate, like, are you one of those guys now that can debate with, with other people who, like, the top five MCs of all time are now? <laughs> oh, probably not. <laughs> like, to be fair, I don't even think that like MC Ren is like a real like I don't really get the big deal about MC Ren, but what is that? He has like no role in the movie, basically. I know, and that's probably about. why, right? Like 
probably so pissed that he was just like some follower. He was like, yeah, he was, he was just like like kissed nothing. Easy's ass. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm sure he's like mad about that, but uh, so I'm not really sure. Oh, but like I was thinking about it. Like, um, actually, like I, there's a song by uh, I think his name. What's his name? It's like DJ Cool. That can't be true. It's like a link in. <laughs> DJ Cool. But he, like, does that song that's, like, oh, fuck, what is it? It's, like, let, oh, yeah, it is DJ Cool, I think, and it's, it's Let Me Clear My Throat. You know that okay. song? And in, yep. the, in, in that song, when, like, he's doing the rap shout-outs that, like, they always do, he says, like, shout-out to, like, MC Ren, Lorenzo, Ice-T, and Le- something else. And I was, like, wow, like, that, that's MC Ren right there. That's, that's <laughs> Lorenzo. Um, so he's, and he was in NWA, so he obviously did, obviously did something, right? And, like, BJ Yella? What's that guy yeah. ever done? In the movie, that guy <laughs> just laughed at jokes. That's all he did. Yeah, no, he was, like, the me of, of the... Yeah, yeah, he, that's exactly what it was. Exactly, exactly what was going on with BJ Ring. I mean, DJ Yella. DJ so. Yella. But, uh, I don't think I could debate stuff. I'm just, I mean... I just thought, like, Ice Cube was, like, an old man, basically. Like, I thought he was, like, a self, you know, with all the shit movies and everything. But he is, uh, he's fat. He's, like, 100% so awesome. Really? Super fat. Okay. But, yeah, he's, like, so good. And, like, the thing with, with, uh, the thing with Ice Cube is, like, his disc raps are, like, beyond insane. Like, he can, he can diss you a hundred different ways and rhyme it. I would love to see him, maybe not now, because maybe he's, like, <laughs> But I would love to see him battle like Eminem. Oh, like I think that would be badonker, Don. <laughs> Doesn't he make movies now or something? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that should be your. Oh man, that would be a sick show. Celebrity rap battles oh, <laughs> like, man. with like, actual they rappers. Do, what's it called now? Right? Like they do that. Uh, that like fucking I don't know what it's called, but it's like terrible. It's like uh, that lip sync show or whatever. Um, or like the celebrity lip singing thing or whatever. Yeah, like uh, yeah, and it's like it's so bad, like like it is, it's beyond terrible. And, and what's the LL Cool J hosted or whatever? Oh, what? Man, it's so like, bad I haven't heard of this. Oh really? It's like okay, so it started from like Jimmy Fallon's show, right? Because they do that like oh fuck, what is it called? Where like they do oh lip sync like, battles. I've seen battles. Emma yeah. Stone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And, like, those are pretty sweet, but, like, that, that's the thing is, like, they're sweet as, like, a segment. Yeah, yeah, they can't be a show, but... Like, that's the thing is, it's not a show, and, like, the only time that it's good as, a sh- as like, the, sh- the only time that the show is good is, like, like, is, the only time like, the show is good is when they're actually doing it, but they have to fill a whole bunch of the show with, like, crap, right? With, like, oh, so we're talking to fucking John Krasinski, and then John Krasinski says something, like, Oh yeah, you know I picked my my songs and I think they're gonna be so great and like literally, 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 literally. and it's just like it's just filler shit. That, it's like a sports interview, right? Oh, you know we practiced real hard and you know we just played good and we thought they played good and you know everybody's playing good, so you know it's, it's nothing really against you know it's better team one, you know just playing good, you know playing good, you know you're playing good. What did you think when he called you a fucking bitch? Well, you know I just heat the moment. Yeah, everybody played good. You know it's the heat of the moment. You know, I just play, you play hard, go out there, you play hard, you play good, you play, you know, you play, you have 110%, play good, you play hard, you know, playing good. Like, why do they even do those? That's basically what this show is. 
But then the, the lip sync battles are funny. But I would love to see, like, celebrity gang bang of rap battles, like, with F words and N words and all that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I could not get enough of Ice Cube just fucking tearing into Easy E on his, like, first solo album disc tracks. Oh, shit. Just ranches them. So I should download his, uh, his debut album. Oh, easily his first two albums. But, like, almost all of his albums are insane. Like, I just went through wow. catalog and just downloaded, like, just fucking infinite. He's in a band. He was in a group also called... Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit, what were they called? They were, like, Kings of the West Coast or something. Or West, something like that. <laughs> some, some shit like that. But it was really good. Like, I don't know who the other two guys in that group are, but they were very good. But I like that kind of hip-hop, right? I like, like really hard really aggressive, really, like, angry, and, like, that, that deep-voice-sounding hip-hop. I don't like, like, Drake. I think Drake sucks so fucking bad. I can't, like... How can you be rap-battling someone and be like, I'm all hard and shit when you sound like, like Montel Williams? <laughs> like, you're like, I know, you're a good girl, you know it. Oh, don't fuck around, bitch. I'm so hard. I'm hard as shit. You know it. La, 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 la. Like, I just... That's, like, the fucking weakest shit ever. So I can't handle that. I cannot handle it. But yeah, Ice Cube, you gotta download that shit. Ice is Ube. Alrighty. He is is that. Something about imagining me and Jeremy listening to it is just funny. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I was saying like Willie Edels was pretty excited about Woodland Wanderer. I don't know if you guys would land well. wandering. Let me let me find this guy. Okay, he's a three colorless, one green. He's a creature that's an elemental. He has vigilance and trample, and converge. He enters the battlefield with plus one plus one counter on it for each color mana that was spent to cast it. And he's currently a two two until you use mana to cast it. So if you make him three, if you just cast him with just green, he's a three three. It could be a 6-6 six, six if you try hard. This card is... Wow, well, for each... Yeah, for, so Abzan, he's a 5-5. Five, five. I don't like the conversion. He can't be a... Well, yeah, yeah, he could yeah. be a 5-5. Five, five, he could be a 5-5, yeah. Right? I, I don't... Is 5-5 five, five good enough? No. Well, I mean, it gets Vigilance around. and Trample. Yeah, I think it has to be 5-5 five, five in order for it to be good enough. Yeah, otherwise like, it does get around Languish, right? Yeah, and those those two abilities are pretty. Um, like a lot of times, Rhino is just dealable if it didn't if it didn't also have fucking trample yeah, on top of exactly it. yeah. And uh, like when I'm playing Jeskai tokens, I'm like, I wish I could chump block this guy, but I fucking can't. Yeah, <laughs> gotta eat a lot of damage. So I think this guy's maybe like maybe right now it's fighting against Rhino for the four slot, but post if it ever see is in a set in a format where it's not with Rhino, then this guy's pretty insane. Did you guys did you guys play when Marodin was around? Marodin? Really? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, I did. Yes. Was Sunburst ever relevant? Um, was Sunburst ever relevant? Uh, I feel like no. in Modern Masters draft it was. <laughs> the answer is no. Because, like, Ew. I just find, like, I really don't like Converge as a mechanic. I, I really think that, like, it's... Oh, no. just... Is it lazy? <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it fucking is just two mechanics that already existed that you just put together, and then you fucking didn't make any cool design space at all because it's like a half mechanic um, where, like, to balance it, it needs to cost, instead of, like, being, say, three, it needs to be, like, three and a half. Four is, is not good enough, and three is too good kind of thing. So, like, the card that jumps to mind is, like, that stupid tutor. So, like, it, it's, like, it's, like, three blue-green, and you can search for cards equal to converge or whatever, right? Right. Then, like, you get to like play them or something. Yeah, I, that's play. that's my favorite of the converge card. The bring yeah. light. So like, so that card is like, and but they have to be two or less. So like, they just they just like made a card that could have been pretty cool, and then they just like decided to nerf it like as much as they possibly like, could. Like, what do you mean? Like, like why is bring to light nerfed? Because it can only it can only get cards that are equal to converge. Yeah. It can only get which is like. Which is terrible. That's a fucking terrible mechanic on a magic card. And then it, it has to be only two or less. And I think it's a sorcery. It's not. An why does it? Why does it have to be two or less? That's what the card says. No, no. no. It, it finds it finds a card that is less than the number of colors that you spent to cast it. Oh, I'm sorry. So it doesn't even get all of the cards. It gets one card. It finds one card and it casts it for free. Oh yeah, that's based that's even... on what your converge number was. Oh yeah, okay. That's even worse than what I thought. Well, that's why Jared saw saw potential modern, which which I think is is true. Well, the interesting thing is at the store, people were were confused, uh, Jared. They they thought that um, I think, and even in I've seen it in MTG Salvation forums where people thought like the spell would stay in exile and that you could play it at any time for the rest of the game. Right. But that's not the case. No. 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 You 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 put it into exile, then you shuffle your library, and then you finish resolving the spell. You may yeah. cast that card yeah. without playing its mana cost. Like, yeah. you do it now, or you don't do it ever. So people thought it was, like, absolutely bonkers at the store. Like, some people were like, oh, man, you can just get, like, a counter spell. Yeah, I'll just have, like, a free counter anytime. Yeah, in my, my four-color deck, I'm just going to go and find a cryptic command, and I'll just keep it on yeah. the side. And fuck. Yeah, and, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's, like, that's, like, a way better card. Yeah, you saw that combo on MTG Salvation? Yeah. Yeah, I, I buy that. <laughs> I buy that. <laughs> yeah, but Jay, Jay, that would be that would actually be fun. Actually, I would play this card. It's like yeah, put that's a, like a, that's like man a, on the side. Oh yeah, that's a way better card. That's like a hundred times better. Than yeah, and that's also that just like the worst thing to ever like put together. It's like no, no, Judge, I swear that was my card that I uh, removed yeah. from the game with my yeah. uh, like, put with, it on top of with my bring to light. Yeah, yeah, it just it's just arbitrarily out there. <laughs> no, no, seriously, I did that seven turns ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, ever like do that I don't know. Magic, I just like I, I'm just I just find like that that fucking. I'm just like not excited for that mechanic whatsoever. That seems like it's just fucking terrible. I I I think like I I like it on the exert influence because mm-hmm. in limited mind control is always too powerful, and even though it's at rare. Ugh. I think that card sucks so fucking bad. Oh yeah, it's a mind control that like no one will ever want to play. Yeah, ever for any reason. <laughs> yeah, like, just why great. don't you just stop printing fucking mind controls? That's what they did with Overrun. Everyone bitched about Overrun, and then they just don't print them anymore. Great work. So if you're just gonna make like mind control so bad that no one ever plays it, like why would you? Why would you do that? So, are you guys? Do you guys like horribly awry? Like that card just. 
feels good to me. Which card is that? It is a Devoid card. It is blue okay. and a colorless. An instant. Counter-target creature spell with converted mana cost four or less. If that spell is countered this way, exile it instead of putting it to its owner's graveyard. Whoa. So it exiles four or less. And it's a creature only? And it's a creature only. It is a creature only. So it is like a... Uh, I don't know if it's a better or nerfed version of Thoughtbind. You know, it's it's, it's a like mana a cheaper, but... Or like a removal, yeah. But four or less exiles it as well. Um, I guess... Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I like that card very much. I mean, it's. I guess it's fine. Like, in limited, this will obviously be good, right? Because, like, you're just you're just playing, like, I play a big guy, you play a big guy, I play a big guy, you play a big guy. So, like, once you get up to the then I guess you just, hopefully you're going to have something. You just hold your mana, and then... Well, it's only four or less. Like, creature her four or less. Mana costs four or less. So, big guys uh, are right. good against... Oh, yeah, it's not four or more. Sorry, it's four yeah. or less. Yeah. yeah. Four or more, I think it would actually be just kind of bad because we have what's that other one the disdainful stroke yeah we have disdainful stroke kind of kicking around like i I don't know how i feel like i don't know if exiling it is that powerful um again it's it's kind of a worse remove soul in modern um i don't know what what what, where do you see it in in standard you were saying like where does it fight well in, in standard it can deal with a bunch of things but we don't know what standard looks like after rotation uh in modern it still counters pretty much everything you want to counter. Like it's, it's no good against like some of the Tron stuff, but like, if I'm like thinking of like, okay, what are like powerful decks that play all kinds of powerful creatures? Well, I think, I think Jund. Well, it counters everything in Jund, all the creatures in Jund. So. Well, that's a fair point. You know, like it has some spots there, but at the same time, remove soul does all those things too. Right, so, so it's not not going to see playing modern. Yeah, right? like is exile enough? And I, I I don't know if it is. Like it might be good in this. I'm just trying to think. Like, what are the power creatures that I want to counter with that? Uh, maybe it's nice to try and counter uh, a Jace, like in a mirror match type thing, like that. Um, try to counter the other Jace or whatever because it could counter something that small. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I can see it seeing play with some some amount of copies in standard, just because it answers stuff like Deafness Raptor permanently. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you sort of you can have it against the Abzan um, aggro or controlless sort of like it gives you some flexibility whether you want to counter Rhino Corsair or Anafenza or or Den Protector or. Um, like that stroke, like stroke allows you to counter Rhino and everything up, and this one covers some of the bases below. So maybe, but but I definitely uh, see it at its most powerful countering something like Deafness Raptor. And um, I guess if you need, if like abs, if Rally Ancestors goes crazy, I guess yeah, you can counter Rhino or the Shaman of the Pack permanently, and, and in that case, that's where it's it is a big deal. To get that exiled, but uh, meh, it's. I think it's going to see some play in standard, Dodger. Uh, my overall opinion. Yeah, I think that's very fair. Um, to... All the blue cards just kind of piss me off because all the ones that want to be instant are sorceries, like Ugin's <laughs> Insight. If it was yeah instant, like geez, that would be fucking absolutely Good. bonkers. Yeah. But it's not so. Great. <laughs> yeah. 
What do you think about Quarantine, uh, the new one, Quarantine Field, which is like an XX Oblivion ring type yeah. card? I think that's neat. Is it worse? Um, well, <laughs> for is one creature, yeah. yeah, it's worse than Oblivion Ring for one. Only in color yeah. cost. Yeah, well, yeah. No. Cost of spam, and- does not. No, no, XX, so you have to pay oh, one, one, Oh, white, yeah, white. yeah, yeah, okay, so it's worse for one. Yeah, but then and you get two. Cool. I think it's cool that it's, like, because it's non-land permanent, is it not? Yes. I think it's cool as, like, a control finisher. Like, this thing can hit a lot of cool stuff. Like, at the end of the, uh, or not a finisher, I guess, but, like, a cool, like, almost pseudo-raft, like, where you, and you can maybe snipe, like, one of their planeswalkers or a cool, like, artifact or whatever. I, I could see playing a copy or two of it. Yeah, I would probably not play more than one. It's just a cool card. Like I actually like yeah. it a lot, just for like design space. Yeah, it's just mm, it's tough. Like yeah, it's tough for this specific format. Just like uh, we talked about beginning of the show, where like a lot of people are playing Dramoka's Command, so it's like yeah, playing this is like fucking awful. Yep. Um. So I, I wonder. Yeah, I do wonder. Um. Yeah, this might be like great when the next block comes. Mm-hmm. Like planning a year down the road, or whatever the case may be. Well, how does new standard work? New standard will drop uh, M fourteen. Is that <laughs> what it is? M fourteen and uh, Theros block. That's the exact same. Yeah, so it'll be Magic Origins. It'll be Origins, um, Cons, and Zendikar. Yeah, yeah, isn't that what they used to do with blocks? Yeah. So how is it different? It's the same right now. We're going to lose the core set soon, though. Oh, I We're not going to be having core no, sets anymore. No core set. Yeah, so eventually oh, we're going to rotate into a this block, next block, the end. Right. Like when the next block comes out after Battle for Zendikar, uh, I think we lose the core set and cons, and then we just go to two blocks. Right. Two block, two block, two block. Provided they don't change that with something else. Yes, absolutely. They 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 control the rules. They can do what they want. Man, I always have to check what's in standard.com. <laughs> to be is sure. that a website? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's smart. That's, that's like, way better than what Abzan is this. Yeah, or mglinkdump.com. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know if you feel the same way, Jay, if you've... you've uh, got an overall feel of uh, the set, but some of my friends think that outside of the crazy Zendikar expeditions, the set's kind of mad without them. Yep. Yeah, actually, I was like pricing out like a case and stuff like that, and then I'm looking at the rest of it, and I'm just like, I don't know how excited I am actually for this. Like, Planeswalkers are cool. Yeah, we're all high on the Planeswalkers, and like the lands, both the like, man lands the man and lands the... not even that great. Like I thought the man lands, other than the blue green one, were kind of shit. Are they all spoiled now? Uh, well, the black white one spoiled. Yeah, the black white one. I think it's meh. Garbage. I don't think I. I don't think it's garbage. I don't think it's hot garbage. Yeah, I. I don't think so either. Oh, it is. <laughs> I think it's fine for three mana. I like the slow lands. <laughs> what the? Oh, Jake also. 
that someone we talked actually about had, so some, someone had a good one uh i think it was uh mr giraffe uh z the proxy guy or whatever he had an awesome name for them and i want to find it right now because i think that it's good and i want to say it on the air so that we remember it and i remember it so and just for myself slow. It beats slow and tango for G. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. It was. I'm. Ex- it was actual the good. Actual the good. Yeah. I have doubts. I have doubts. Okay. So I'm looking through his tweets and stuff like that. The tweets. The tweets. The tweets. This guy tweets too much. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Good luck finding it that way. Yeah. Hedgelands. The hedgelands. Why? Because there yeah, was, why? there were hedge creatures in Eventide that needed two lands. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah, so I'm all for that. Hedge lands. Yeah, I think I I I'm, I'm I agree with you. I'll be calling them the slow lands too. Bullshit. Hedge lands. <laughs> Cause you had yeah, like the do you remember like those hedge guys? Yeah. They were also shit. Like Durgair Hedge Mage. Yes. Blow up artifacts, blow up enchantments. What? Wear and tear with legs? Okay. Yeah. Why doesn't this guy <laughs> get more love? <laughs> so Jared, what makes a great set for you to buy like a high number of playable rares? What's like the key component for you? Um I don't know. I'm probably going to buy a shit ton of this anyways. Like, <laughs> like, really, like, it's just, I, I hate, I, I guess I look at the mythic spot and I say, how fucked am I going to get? Okay. Like, okay, so let's see, I buy a box of Korean uh, Battle for Zendikar and I get my luck as of late and I crack a couple Dragon Master outcasts. Yay. You know, like, I just, I look at, like, what is the bad mythic? What's the worse mythic than that? And just kind of work from there back. So. Okay. Well, I, for one, hope you open a foil Korean expedition, of course. That would be No, there's no such thing. What? No such thing. How does that work? Expeditions are only English. They, oh. they can open in Korean packs, but they're only English. But they're English language oh, the... only. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. So, there are no foreign language expeditions because those things would cost minutes. <laughs> I would do it just to get one, because if I got one, I probably could sell it and pay for a case. You could buy a house with it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I still remember, like, opening up two foil swan songs in Korean and paying for that case. Yeah. Like, okay. And I didn't even sell them when they were at their highest. Like, like a noob. Yeah. That's <laughs> when I sat there and I'm like, oh, look. These Korean cards are actually worth something. Well, geez. Let's fix that. Do you know what the origin of, like, a noob on the show is, Jay? <laughs> What's that? Do you remember at all? No, no. It's you forgetting to register basic land. Like a noob. Like a noob. Like a noob. Oh, man, what tournament was that in? Fuck. I forgot all about that. 
Thanks for dredging up the past, KYT. Jeez. Man, got a good memory. Do you think the retreats are any good? Like, they seem like they'd actually be pretty decent in Limited. Only some of them are, right? In Limited, oh yeah, they all put counters on in Limited? I mean, in general? Uh, well, no. Okay, so you have uh, the white one. And the white one is four mana. It's white and three colorless. And it is either a 1-1 one, one token creature, or all your creatures get plus one, plus one until end of turn. Um, the blue is three mana, and you can tap or untap a creature. Or you can scry one. Yeah, like that one seems good. The white one seems good. The green uh, one seems good. The green ones, yeah, plus one plus one counter on a creature or gain life. The, the red, red one, one. The red one is I don't know, the red one plus two plus zero oh until end of turn or target creature can't block. And the black one is plus one plus zero oh in death touch, or each opponent loses one life and you gain one life. So and it's creatures mm-hmm. you control or a creature? Uh for sorry, for the black one? The black and the red one. Uh, target single creature, like target creature. Yeah, so it's like not so great. Yeah. No. Like the blue one, the blue one. I feel like I'm only scrying if I'm ever actually going to cast this card. Yeah, probably. Ugh. I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm thinking constructed. Like I know that they're barely okay. like I, I in, in limited. You could be tapping. Very. What's specific. the best one in limited? And we uh, all agreed on. I think that... Uh, it's gotta be the green one, right? Like, get, giving your creatures counters, like... Yeah, but white one, like, dropping tokens. Oh, yeah, that one's also very good, yeah. Yeah, I think the white one in limited is probably the one that I'd want. The green one's yeah. good, but I'd rather have one where, if I'm in a blank board, my lands produce creatures, yeah. so I'm always putting things on the board. Yeah. And late game, an anthem effect could be, yeah. could be good. Could yeah. be insane. So, I, I agree with that. It's the white one. But yeah. for, for Constructed... Hmm. Who knows? The blue, the blue one you said, Jer. Yeah. Like, is it better than the outpost seat or whatever it's called? Like monastery no. seat. Monastery. It's, monastery. Right. it's no. not. No, it isn't. So. Yeah, yeah. No, none of yeah. these cards are playable. Really. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I love that transition. Mm-hmm. Considering, ah, fuck it. No. Actual garbage. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm not the type of person who's all. Ever crazy about a set, anyways? So yeah. this doesn't like. When was the last time you bought limited product? Never. Like when I draft, yeah. like never. I have yeah. To, yeah, basically never. Yeah, um, exactly. So I, I gotta look through the allies and see if there's anything here because I I actually like have within the last two months played modern allies. Like, I, I enjoyed Allies before. I think I, I'm a fan of the land. Yeah, I haven't played Allies since they were standard legal. Yeah. So does the land fit right in? What does it replace? Uh, well, the land, like, I was playing before I was playing uh, the uh, the Ancient Ziggurat, I think is what it's called. The one that right. you could tap for anything but only for creatures. Yeah. Right. So this guy here is now add one colorless, which is awesome. Or you can tap to add one mana of any color to your, to your mana pool, spend this only to cast an ally spell, which is cool. And you can sacrifice it to return an ally you control to its owner's hands, which is kind of cool because it gives you the ability to trigger all your ally effects. It's like, which I guess they're calling rally now. Hmm. Like all your rally <laughs> effects. <laughs> Keywording something that already happened before. Yeah, I, I really don't like that either. 
yeah. Yeah. I don't I like when they you. do that. I find it like so like it's so unnecessary. Just keep like oh yeah, we had a name for this ability. Uh and now we just write down the word now we write the exact ability down. We just also write down route. Yeah. You know. Like I don't know like which ones of these allies I like. Uh I like Munda. Munda seems pretty good. Uh, Munda's the two-colorless red-white haste uh, guy. He's a 3-4. And whenever he attacks, you reveal that, or you look at the top four cards of your library, and you can reveal any number of allies and put them on top and put the rest on your bottom. So he kind of does, like, ally scry. Scry ally. Scry ally. And that's uh, whenever he enters the battle. Oh, sorry, that's not when he attacks. It's whenever he enters the battlefield or another ally enters the battlefield. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, so all you have to do really is hit off at once, right? Yeah, and it should keep you keep it. Should it, keep should, it should keep the ally train going, which is kind of big. Um, they have like this angelic captain. I don't really like those cards. I don't like the cards that care about your allies but don't actually add to them. Right. Like that just doesn't seem to do anything for me. So um, what does the ally deck that you play in modern do? Uh, it was just cast a whole bunch of allies. Uh, really, what I was playing it for was I was trying to see if collected company. Uh, made allies better. I see. Which it kind of did. So. Whoa, yeah, yeah. So is it close to competitive at this point? No, no, not really. Maybe with some of this stuff, there's something there. Um, but, like, what? one of the things that was going with it is that the old allies were all about plus one, plus one counters, right? Yeah. So what you were abusing with that is you were abusing things like the uh, Zendikar Abzan creatures. So you throw one of the um, the flying guys, so every creature with the plus, oh, one, plus right. one counter flies. The Outlast like, guys. Yeah, the Outlast guys. Yeah, so you put all the out, you put a couple of the Outlast guys in there, so like maybe you put the First Strike guy in there. Like, I tried the First Strike guy. I tried the Flying guy. Yeah, I was going to try those guys in my cube, actually, because like, like, if you build around them, like they could make your deck pretty powerful, but I just found, because it's like Outlast, it's like that's another ability like I was talking about before with whatever the stupid ability in this that's called con conchman or something. Whatever. Converge. Converge. Yeah. Because it's like you could have made this ability like really cool, but then also like you have nerfed it so that it's just basically like unplayable. Like it it's like it's a sorcery and it's a tap and it costs mana and it's on little like you know what I mean? So um yeah, like so anyway, go ahead with your with your deck. I just thought it was interesting. It's just like I found them, like, pretty nerfed, you know? Yeah. Um, Skyrider Elf might be good for an ally. He's a blue-red, or, sorry, blue-green X, and he's a elf ally who flies, and he's a 0-0, but he's got Converge. Right. So, so he's 2-2 for... flyer, 3-3 three, three flyer, 4-4 four, four flyer, yeah. if you can keep the mana going. And that's one of the things, that's a characteristic of that deck, is the ability to... I wonder if that's going to be a limited deck. Like, I don't imagine it'll be a standard deck, but I wonder if it'll be, like, a limited deck. Oh, I think drafting allies, yeah, absolutely. We saw but from, not, like... not allies, sorry, the Converge card. Like, if, like, five, four or five color will be, like, a deck. I think so. I think that there's enough tools to kind of... to to make it worth it for you. Yeah. Like, you have to prioritize things like Sylvan Scrines. Yeah. Um, you have to, you know, kind of do a little bit of work to make it go for you, but... This seems like a, a set that you could five color. Um pretty decent. Really? Hmm, okay. 
Is there uh did we see like the common or the uncommon duels yet? Uh no. Like the refuges were from the first one, right? Like the gain of life, but they made colors or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we haven't seen those from this set yet. No, I don't think we've seen anything like that. So that's where it's kind of lacking is in that actual land. But like, I don't know. I think if it's got Sylvan Scrying and stuff like that, there might still be something to it. Uh, those decks are going to be really tough to pull off, I think. I just, there's so many multicolored cards. Um, you've got the allies thing. Like if you open up that ally land, I think you could just kind of move all in on that. Uh, I feel like there's got to be some more. I, like, there's got to be an uncommon land cycle, I think. You, you're kind of yeah, I think so, there. for sure. Yeah. For sure. I do like this, like, this real uh, kind of shift that we're seeing in design to go to the more spell lands. Like, last uh, set, or whatever, we had the Thopter land. This set, we got this Blighted cart- uh, Cataract, or whatever like that, that's uh, draw two cards off of the land. It taps for a colorless. But you can sacrifice it to draw a card. Um, you also got like the Sanctum of Ugin. Like that card is weird. What does it do? It's a rare, non-basic land. You can tap to add one colorless mana to your mana pool. Whenever you cast colorless spell with converted mana cost seven or greater, you may sacrifice Sanctum of Ugin. If you do, search your library for a colorless creature card. Reveal it. Put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. Like, so it triggers when you cast a car, a creature card seven or more. Yeah, a, a colorless spell command converted mana cost seven or greater. Ugh. And it searches for a creature. Do you play this in Tron? I don't think so. I think Eye of Ugin might just be better still. Yeah. Right. Like. It's nice that it taps for mana, so it's got that up on Ayavugan. But you yeah, have like to sacrifice seems, it. Like this card doesn't seem great. Yeah, I don't see all the hubbubbery. Hubbub. I don't know. No, you don't. I'm happy that Power Sovereign is only a rare. I do not look forward. Was it a mythic in the last one? Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. it got downshifted. So. Yeah, because it. Still fucking trash all Alright. Well, I have a card to spoil. What? Oh, shit. Dun, da, da, da. What? Actual spoiler? Get wrecked. Everybody else. Wait, you actually have a spoiler? Yep. What the fuck? So, it's called... I'm the reason uh, that people listen, that a person yeah, listens to this show, that's right. and you I get the spoiler. I guess your fucking Tarmacon cred is worth shit. Oh, yeah. oh wow. shit! Snap! Okay, right. spoil your fucking card. Alright, it's called High Council of Bacalia. Uh, okay. It costs two, and Saltai. Saltai, okay. It's a t- so it's a five mana 2-2 two, two legend. Uh, so it says, whenever a creature dies, you may pay green-black and take a shot. If you do, return it to the battlefield under your control. Whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield, you may chug a beer and play green-blue. If you do, make a copy of that creature. Oh, okay. I thought this was like a real thing. It's real. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, so it is obviously a booze cube card. Um, it is very reminiscent of Riku. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, this is what uh, the boost cube is. He's trying to make um, commanders. Okay. To play, to play Elder Dragon. Fucking get ripped. Whatever. It's Elder Dragon Highlander. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's a good one. Um, so this is one of them. Um, so obviously, like, very powerful, but also very like potentially. Do you think it has too much text on it for a card that you're supposed to play when you're drinking? Well, see, that is a problem when you play with, uh, when you play Boost Cube. But I, I've never had that be a problem. Uh, because what happens is, like, normally the game is over, like, normally the game is, like, very close to over by the time you get to a point where that would be a problem. That makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. So, because uh, you start the game knowing the text, right? Like yes. you're, you're sober, you're sober, and you know the text. Yes, that's true. Start, then it like doesn't really change. And then what happens is like later on down the road, when you're too hammered to understand how this card works because you've forgotten somehow. Normally, like the game is over by. The... So, yeah. So uh, he is releasing the full list of the new cards on Friday. And I got an exclusive spoiler card. Exclusive! Yeah, straight out of Compton. Yeah, so, so go get a little piece of like, go get a basic land, scribble that on it, yeah. throw it into your boost cube, get fucked. Problem solved. Yeah. Problem solved. Also, if you haven't seen Straight Out of Compton, you have to go fucking see that movie. I, I haven't I seen took- that movie. Oh, really? It's so good. I took Beans to it the other day, and she fucking loved it. She didn't know anything about NWA at all, and she really liked it. So. My uh, my wife and Scotty's wife actually went to see it together. Really? Yeah. So. What'd they say? They were kind of mad on it. Well, they're obviously, they have no taste. They're married to you guys. So. Ooh! <laughs> wow! Oh, Jeez. Wow, so shot. Yeah. That's that's fucking cold, man. That's, that's ice cold. Ice cube cold. <laughs> oh. oh my goodness. Oh my. There you have it. Right. Thank you for all the support, guys. All you listeners out there, and we'll see you next week. Hopefully, Bye-bye. I'll be WMCQ champion. Bye. 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 I love you all. Mm. Eves, McRae, Eves, 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 Eves,